This episode of the podcast brought to you by Eat Local Pizza. Eat Local Pizza. Woo! 767-0000. Call now. Eat Local Pizza. They source the best local products to build you pizza, lasagna, spanzarotti, and pasta that are delicious and unique to Thunder Bay. Would like... Eat local classic butter chicken pizza. Comes extra large butter chicken sauce based chicken mushrooms, banana peppers, mozzarella, and cumin plus a hot sauce dip. Ooh. Eat local pizza pos.com or call now 807-767-0000. Place your order now. Eat local pizza. 801 Red River Road. Seven days a week, 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. Eat local pizza. That is eat local pizza. Pizza, eat local pizza. This is the Michael Aided episode 162 tonight with me, the one and only. Please, folks, give it up to Jamie <laughs> Oakenfold. <laughs> Woo! We are live. I know you already, you went eight balling. Yeah, I cracked mine. The, the hazy D-I-P-A. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make sure, like, don't want to say that out in public. Okay. Just so you know, you don't want to say, I want to go eight balling. <laughs> it's really bad. I could go right? for a good eight ball right now. Yeah, <laughs> the context isn't, uh, isn't quite there yet in this, in this time. Okay, yeah. it's not there. But like, Lucas, you're the best. You're welcome. Thank you. But you know. I, I worry about I'm you and your social... You. Social life. I don't want you to get mixed up with the wrong people saying eight ball. <laughs> Did you play pool when either of you when you were growing up or now still? Oh, yeah. 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 Competitively? This sounds no, like it's competitive. No. Yes. <laughs> Actually not not like pool like billiards, but I was part of a snooker league when I lived in England. Wow. What does that mean? Uh the game snooker. It's like the ones where you have like the colored balls. Okay. Like all colors or just like the one <laughs> like it's a whole two, bunch right? of like red balls and then there's like spots of color and you're supposed to like get a red ball in and then go for a colored one. It was mm. it's kinda confusing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Jamie, it's been and it's an honor you here. Thank you. I, Thank you for asking to have me on. It's I mean like oh, it's been <laughs> it's been too long and you we here now tonight and we are we are honored that you're here tonight. I Thank truly you. appreciate it. I love what you're doing and you know this week was very busy. We had the federal election fall, the first day of fall and your birthday. It was my oh birthday. My yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, I, I've, I've, I've talked to um, some friends of yours. Mm -hmm. No worries, you know, Clifford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clifford, he, he, he was out of town. He was in Sioux Lookout. Yep. Yeah, so he couldn't join up with you when yeah. you you went to Tomlin, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was lovely. It was nice. Yeah. Back oh, in, it's always so good there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Back in person, you know. Yeah. Um, and they did such a great job with like checking everyone's like vaccination receipts and they did a really good job with it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's complicated. The times we live in right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. I understand that. I think everybody knows that. I, I had my vaccination passport on my phone and my phone is gone. 
<laughs> so I have been in the restaurant since September the 22nd, so I would have to print it. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, because I, I'm not going to bring my iPhone, my iPad. My iPad doesn't fit. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people like cutting it out and like putting it together and yeah. laminating it. Mm. It's a great idea. Okay. Yeah. How is this going to work? Like they're going to get a, get us a code, like a scanning thing eventually like well they're suppo- yeah yeah well yeah. they're supposed like to QR get code. the mm. yeah they're supposed to like take it and then match up your name with your id and mm-hmm. it's a whole process yeah yeah okay that's good you know or they could put it into the uh vaccine booklet right all the kids have is that a thing too it was a thing yeah right yeah don't we all when have we that? went to school i have one yeah because like even tetanus you have to get every is it tetanus the one you get through the earth when you you know, you have a cut and then rust. Yeah. 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 You have yeah, to refresh. I got that like four years ago. You have to yeah. refresh that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you, you get it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. My last one I had to get cause I put a wrench to my face. Oh, that was fun. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. I was, I was working on a rounded bit and then boom, right in the, mm-hmm. right in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yum. Yeah. yeah. Were you <laughs> kale? No, I was bleeding heavily though. Mm. <laughs> Stitches? Yes. Oh, wow. How many? Seven. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. But Jamie, you had a good story too. Yeah. You you know, we, we talked a little bit pre show mm-hmm. and I think right now at the beginning we, we should talk about your name. Yes. You said Oakenfold is German. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, like I was talking uh about how all the Oakenfolds in the world are all related. And that's true. That's true. <laughs> as he pulls up Paul Oakenfold right there. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, like a while back, my grandpa did like a huge family tree. Mm. And he's like, oh, so everyone's related. Cool. And uh, there's about 30 Oakenfold families in the world. That's it? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Why? Is it like special? It must be. I don't know. Is it like, is it like royal blood? It must be. It must be. Yeah. Yeah. They call it blue blood. In Germany, you know, really, yeah. When you are like, there's a, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you know, the there's like the in the Middle Age there was this the easy people, the whoever that like we have some church, and then the people who live in the castles, and they mm-hmm. would be like, they would only marry people of other castles because right. you wouldn't marry somebody else who hasn't doesn't have a castle. Yeah, right. And um, so yeah, like uh, I'm related to every Oakenfold in the world, and so fun story. Um, you met them all. <laughs> no, <laughs> I am friends with them on Facebook. Wow! But uh, yeah, so I guess Paul Oakenfold came to Saskatoon, where my grandparents and my parents were living at the time. Yeah, and so he was playing at some club, and so there's my mom and my grandma at four a.m. in the club, nice. just like waiting to talk to him, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's obviously like on stuff. And so my grandma's like, are you related to this person or this person? And he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm related to you. And he's like, okay, sweet. Hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, my grandma's a hard partier. So you must be. Yeah. And he cared too. It was a family reunion. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you could really see it in his face in this photo. Oh, God. The resemblance? <laughs> the resemblance and just his excitement. Yeah, <laughs> the excitement. Yeah, he's a DJ, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, huge in Europe. He's a good DJ. I oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh. Um, he, 
worked with cr- like Crazy Town back in the day mm. with that um, uh, Starry Eyed Surprise song. Oh, that was yeah. That one's an old one. I know, right? Yeah, we can't play it. So we can no. connect, but yeah, yeah, music doesn't fly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was friends with a guy in university from Turkey. Oh, and he saw my last name. He's like, "Are you related to Paul Oakenfold?" I'm like, "Yes," and he's like. I must become friends with you. I'm like, oh, okay. I've never spoken to him. We're not like this or mm. anything. So, so what's the story though behind that? There's only thirty-ish families in that. Is that that? No idea. No idea. Okay. No idea. We leave that to the the realms. We'll leave that to my grandpa yeah. to figure that out. Wow. So, mm-hmm. is did he paint like a family tree on the walls, just like <laughs> no. Sirius Black's family house? Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> I wish. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Right? Like, I try to look back into our family tree, and it's like, I can get one, two, that's it. Two, three generations, it's gone. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. It's just like, we are here now, but where did we come from? And yeah. They, and other families are like, they they have it all. They have this book mm-hmm. stashed away somewhere. Yeah. In a safe. <laughs> fireproof. Yeah. Wow. So, birthday was good. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, J. Clifford said to me, I should ask if you would like to have a shot of tequila tonight. Oh, Clifford. Do it. <laughs> do it. God do damn it, it, Clifford. Clifford, you did ask. And here I am. I'm just offering and that's all. It is very good tequila. Have you had it? No, I don't drink tequila. Okay. Mm. All right. It's Dwayne it. the Rock Johnson's tequila. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, must be good then. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's just won an award. Actually, the best tequila in the in the U.S. Should I look this up? Oh. Yeah. Why are you looking it up? You're paying me to look it up. Yeah. I was <laughs> just like, um, they have a gold now. They are officially U.S. ratings gold medal tequila of the year. Whew. Wow. Yeah, you can have it at the Michaelated. It's it's for free. <laughs> so, Jamie, you you were very active. Mm-hmm. You know, you you help a lot of people. You you do amazing social media work. Thank you. I love how it's presented and you know the the vibe and the motivation. Mm-hmm. How did you I can ask a very easy question now, but it's going to be like, how did you get there? That's like, that's like a long journey, probably. Yeah. So um, I'll start from the beginning. Um, so I started as just an entry level personal trainer at Movadi. Okay. And like right after high school or like university? No. So oh, that's a whole other story. Mm. Um, so yeah, I started there as a trainer, like right out the get go, like got my certification. Um, didn't have a lot of certs under my belt at that time, obviously. Um, but yeah, I worked there for nine years and then I made my way up to a senior level trainer. And then eventually I became the personal training manager. Mm. So I managed a team of up to 16 trainers. That's big, right? There's a lot. And over 300 clients. Wow. So yeah. On daily base. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because personal trainers, it's not like me or, or Lucas. They never, they have a gym membership and they never go. (laughs) <laughs> what are you trying to say <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a busy man i go when i need to <laughs> you're right you if the personal trainer has to be there every day yeah 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 but yeah and um so yeah i started my position as personal training manager and then a pandemic hit so yeah that was fun Ooh, 
And then let's uh, close it down. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and then um, unfortunately, by the time we reopened the first time, we lost about half our training staff. Which, like, you know, some of them had to find different jobs, and some of them went on their own, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, and um, but we still had like a core like eight very good trainers, and then um, yeah, and a lot of clients didn't come back because they were not comfortable coming back to the gym, mm. which again, I, I understand. Um, so it was both sides. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So it was almost like rebuilding from there. It's interesting because, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jamie. It's like, it feel I always felt like everybody wanted to go back to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah. everybody was like, why are gyms closed? I know. Don't eat. Oh, that's a can of worms right there for me. Because <laughs> it, it, like, it's like banging my head against a wall. I'm like, oh. mm. yeah. It's big for mental health, right? Yeah. Huge. Mental health, physical health. Um, and I want to say like the majority of the gyms in Thunder Bay are extremely clean. Mm-hmm. And based on what has happened in the past year and a half, um, they've taken like above and beyond extra precautions to make sure that like everything is cleaned and um and a lot of people still didn't feel okay coming back which is fine Mm -hmm. and a lot of other people felt like oh there's no pandemic covid's not real i'm not gonna wear a face mask and it's like Mm -hmm. okay so now we have to police these people and then so once the second lockdown happened uh during christmas last year that's right um and then I was like, I was kind of lost. Like, I was like, I don't like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, what do I do? And then uh, March, April-ish, I decided to uh, get my pre and postnatal. I'm like, oh, you don't like see any trainers having that. Like, I, I know one trainer who has it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think she's currently practicing right now. But um, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I got the certification. And then it wasn't until I saw my chiropractor after I got it. And I just asked him if uh, he sees many pregnant women. And he's like, Thunder Bay has the most chiropractors per capita in all of Canada. And we're all busting at the seams with pregnant women. Wow. And he's like, why? I'm like, I'm not pregnant. Just so you know, we don't have to worry about that. Mm. And he, I was like, no, I just got my pre and postnatal fitness certification. And I'm just kind of feeling out the market kind of thing. And he's like, go out on your own. Mm. He's like, do it. He's like, you will not have an issue finding clients. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yeah, there's a there's a huge, um, it's almost like a fishing net that has holes in it and everybody just falls through. Because yeah. Because there's no support, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's an untapped market. Mm-hmm. It's now that I've been working in it for the past couple of months, it's insane how unsupported women are yes that's i love that you say that because not because but it's good to talk about it and bring it on the table and talk about it mm-hmm. yes because it is even i i feel like we we have two kids lisa she obviously did all the work and you know it was just pretty much there's the baby baby was born and then yep. you, you pick it up on your own pretty yep. much that's it it's like there's no there comes no book no instruction formula no mm-hmm. like hey this is how recovery is. And know. did you guys go through midwife or OBGYN? Uh, no, we did hospital. 
<laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> right? So there was like, we, we the, the, it was due, it's happening. Was it like a family doctor or? Uh, no. We, we got assigned a doctor because I don't think Lisa even had a family doctor back then. Okay. And then he took Lisa in. See, okay. That's another problem. Yeah. Right? Not everybody has a family doctor. Even. Yeah. And he retired. He, he teaches now. He's oh. actually Dr. Goetzen. He's from Germany. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. And um, so just based on uh, the women that I've worked with so far, um, it doesn't matter if they've gone through like midwives, OBGYNs, like other doctors or whatever. Um, once that six, mar- six week mark happens, like post birth, then they're kind of like, you're good. There's no follow up. Even with, no, there's yeah, nothing. Right? No. Yeah. There's nothing. The only thing is here you uh, you gotta you gotta take care of your of your body in that area, and then you do this, and then that's it. That's pretty much what all yeah. they say tell you. And I've had several clients who have almost died during childbirth. That's crazy. And then like the six week mark happens, and the doctor's like, "Okay, see ya." Mm. They like keep taking your all your pain medication and your antibiotics, and they're like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Like what? What am I supposed to do? And like, so many women are lost after they have their baby. Like, especially if you've had your first baby, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like shit. Like, what do I do now? It's true. There's, yeah. There's the other one, the uh, the depression that comes after. You know? Postpartum. Yeah. Yep. That's like that's real. It, oh yeah. It happens. Yep. Yeah. It's just there. I know. And it pops up and it's like, what, what's going on? Yeah, there's three different levels to it. There's uh, the baby blues that you get like right away, usually. And, uh. and that can come from, it can come from several different areas where uh, it can be like, okay, well, like I was so used to having this person in my body for 40 weeks up to almost 10 months. Yeah. And now they're here and it's like, I'm never going to experience that pregnancy again. Mm. So I think there's a bit of grief with that. And then um, some women, oh gosh, I, I think it's either one in four or one in three experience postpartum depression. And like, and it's a very, like very wide net of what like causes it. Mm-hmm. So it can be like, I no longer have a social life right now. Yeah. Big change. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm always home. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my partner's thinking, like all of these different variables. And then there's also postpartum, um, psychosis Yeah, where the depression can get so bad that the woman starts hallucinating and then you're like, okay, she needs like medical attention. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. And like, there's no support that I've found in Thunder Bay that supports women in that way. Um, I mean, you have your doulas. Like, I've reached out to doulas. I've reached out to midwives. Yeah. Pelvic floor specialists. Chiropractors. Um, massage therapists. Uh, like, anyone who deals with um, pre and postpartum. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's great that they have those services. But a lot of the women who I have talked to, they're like, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's true. Yeah. It's like it's like in the dark and light is shown on it now. Yeah. There's one other guest I had on. I just wanted I don't want to butcher the name, so I'm looking for her. I think it's Allison or Oh, Allison Tong. 
Yes. 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 Yep. yep. She's her and I have connected before. Yep. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. She's absolutely amazing, as well. Yeah. And you know she and she kind of is that the same thing. So she's more in um, the aspect of doing yoga, but she does do a lot of core and pelvic floor work, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, that's what I promote with all of my clients who are pregnant or just had a baby. Yes. And uh, she does like the same thing, but hers is more in a yoga practice. Whereas mine, I combine core and pelvic floor work with like, okay, so then once you're done that and how do we progress you from there and getting you back into a healthy body composition, um, an active lifestyle with a baby, um, how to properly, if you're breastfeeding, like, you know, like making sure that you get proper caloric intake and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So very very valuable work. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and it's like it's there's again like you said there's there's room, not enough. Is it not enough room? Like the more needs to be there, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Because every every woman that I've trained so far, they're like, yeah, once that six week mark happens, and like everyone's kind of like, bye, mm-hmm. have fun, good luck, and it's kind of like, okay. So I'm peeing my pants anytime like I run or sneeze or laugh. Um, my core is so weak. I can barely bend over. Mm. My back hurts. Uh, like I don't like my I've lost a ton of muscle like and, you know, my mental health is like, yeah, what do I do? It's crazy. Yeah. And so many women are like, I, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you said this is it now. Then you you went for it. Yes. And I also have um, a degree in neuropsychology. So I understand to an extent, uh, like how the brain works, how it can work within the body and uh, the psychology behind training. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. mm -hmm. What motivates you then? Like what is like, you know, obviously you are like... You're in tip-top shape, right? Mm-hmm. You. I like to think so. <laughs> have you always been like very competitive? Is that no. the right word? Or like in high school, were you on the team or what? Uh, I played soccer for about 15 years. Okay. And then tore my ACL. Mm. So then that kind of. What is that one? So it's a ligament inside your knee. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So then. Um, Shit. Yeah. So no did more you, soccer after that. Did you get it stitched? <laughs> oh yeah, I got, I got I got it fixed twice. Okay, yeah. I think it's a little bit more than a stitch. In, in Germany, <laughs> they say the Kreuzbandriss, like in soccer, um, where that's usually you can only have it like once or twice in your career. Yeah, and then that's it. Your knee is over. It's over. Yeah, and it you know sometimes they take tissue from somewhere else and then implant it into it. Yeah, they took a piece of my hamstring. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then uh when was it so after high school i went and lived in australia for a bit down under (laughs) and uh didn't work out a day there and partied a lot i was 19 Mm -hmm. and what do 19 year olds do when they're in a foreign country make stupid choices right yeah australia yeah oh yeah i've never been oh it's beautiful it's nice oh yeah it's dangerous though right no It's, it's deadly no you go to the beach and you get bitten by a snake. No. <laughs> I've never experienced that when I lived there. <laughs> I know someone who lives there, Kai Krinks. He used he's from Thunder Bay. Yeah. He's a chef. 
Oh. He's living down there now. He has his family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, we, I, I had him on. And, you know, it's, uh, there are some dangers. It's oh, like, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit different. Oh, yeah. There was a spider in my bathroom like that big wow. at one point. Wow. So. That's nice. Yeah. What did you do? Uh, my boyfriend at the time killed it. Okay. Yeah. Like killed it? Yeah. Like, sm- like with a sandal. Wow. Yeah. Sandal kill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then after I got back from Australia, like I just kept partying hard and. Obviously, you gain a lot of weight when you party hard. Mm. And uh, uh, my first year of university, um, so how I got, so I grew up in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Mm. and uh, went to school or university in Regina, and I was living with my best friend at the time, and her parents lived here, and her dad was like, head, head, head of the M&R, and he was like, hey, do you girls want to like fight forest fires this summer? Ooh. Ooh, we got a question about that too. We do in the chat. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Ask Jamie about flying in helicopters as a fire ranger. Oh. Yeah. Jeff Mooley would like to know. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> oh, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, there's three biceps too. He's just like. Right. Boom. Yeah. Talk about a fit guy. You should probably get that checked out if he has three biceps. <laughs> He's coming on the show way in December. Really? Then we'll have to ask him about yeah. his three biceps. I find I finally gonna meet him. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh fought forest fires for five years until my university degree was done. Uh three years up in Armstrong, two years down here. And uh yeah, it was so much fun. And then um so after the first year in fire, like I was a smoker, I drank pop, I ate ice cream, I ate chips every single day, never exercised. I was super unhealthy. And then um, one day I just kind of woke up. I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. Mm. Like, I really feel like shit. I don't want to feel like this anymore. So I started running. I quit smoking and I just caught cut like uh, pop and chips out of my diet. Mm-hmm. And I lost like a bunch of weight. Yeah. And um so yeah, it kind of started from there. And then it wasn't until like my last season in fire was when uh, I was training with my best friend at Movadi. Yeah, and you, she's like, you need to have a lot of strength, right? Are there requirements the same way as for the city? It's diff- for a fire? Yeah. Um, you do have to pass a fit test. Mm-hmm. Um, they cha- like when I was firefighting, they changed it halfway through. So it was like super easy. The first like, when I started, it was like a beep test and then like a sled pull. And it's like, okay, mm. you're qualified for the job. Huh. And then like they changed it to something horrible, had no implications to firefighting whatsoever. And like so many, <laughs> so many people were like barfing after and like so many injuries happened. And yeah, that was a shitty test. Right. Would you like be a, on board with like a more functional fitness test yeah a hundred percent as opposed to like oh you didn't warm up okay like here's like 14 and a half minutes that you need to pass in order to fight fire across canada so Hmm. if you don't pass it then you can only fight fire in ontario and if you don't pass that then you don't get a job Like, I like the last fitness test I did. It was like a 30-pound sandbag that you had to go side to side with, like a 100-pound sled that you had to pull, oh, yeah. like 30 meters, mm-hmm. uh, some sprints. Mm, like, it was good. Like <laughs> up and down, yeah. right, the sprints? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is that for? Um, 
I don't. I'm not gonna say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited to know. What that That's is for all my about. adult entertainment career. Yeah. I'm gonna be a stripper. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have the handle for it. I definitely have the body for it yeah. too. It's niche market. <laughs> you did your research. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then um, yeah. So I was training with my best friend at Mobody, and like, how hard did you train though? Like, did you go like, like a day, two hours, heavy weights? What kind of training did you do? When I first did, started training, did, did it evolve like over the years with oh, firefighting? Yeah. Like, um, you know, people sometimes say they, they they lift weights and they do the deadlift and they do the the bench press and then they're like, oh, this feels good, mm -hmm. and then you know you you open up and you fall into it. Yeah. You know, is that what happened? Well, uh, when I first started like really going hard with exercise, I did like a lot of HIIT training um, and like a little bit of weights. Ooh, like fighting? What does the HIIT training mean? Like high intensity interval training. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then uh, at one point I did hire like my first trainer back in Regina mm. and uh, he was amazing. Like he, he got me super strong in a very short amount of time and yeah, and then it kind of just like fueled from there okay and then uh when i became a like an actual trainer i got more into weightlifting mm -hmm. so perfecting like the squat the bench the deadlift and then a couple years go by and like i kind of dabbled in different things and then i got into olympic lifting Ooh. and that's right right yeah somewhere it says that didn't it say yeah that i have my i have my olympic lifting coaching certification Woo! yeah and how do you, how do you get that Uh, we went through, uh, it's called DTS, uh, Darby training systems mm. and Lucas yeah. going to pull this up. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't have that. So I, I like for myself, I train like, it depends on the day, you know, like, but mostly I stick to strength, like weight training. Mm. Yeah. You train every day? No. No. Oh no. That's a big no. Yeah. Yeah. I train like three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause a, I'm very busy. B, um, you need rest days. Okay. You do, eh? Yeah. Not like shifting things around like one day cardio, one day strength. I don't do cardio. You don't do cardio anymore? No. You didn't get, I use, I got into running a little bit Yeah. and I'm really short and I have big legs from mm. soccer. Okay. That doesn't bode well with running. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I respect that. It yeah. does for jujitsu, though. Oh, and I did do jujitsu oh, at yeah. one point. Ooh, yeah, interesting. Who did you choke out? <laughs> so uh, the first trainer that I hired, he actually owned a an MMA gym in What's Regina. AJ Scales. I know him. Really? I know him. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, you want to know Lucas' fighting name? Oh dear, <laughs> it's the Vanilla Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. You had to change it too. Wow. Yeah, because before it was the albino rhino. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. So you know the coach? I'm sorry. Yeah, I used to travel to Regina every like w back when I was employed and had a life. Um. Mm. And I would train out of Queen City MMA. Oh yeah. 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 Mm. So I know quite a bit of people there. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, he. He told me, so when I first started training with him, he's like, huh, you're like really strong. 
So then he got like, he also had like a boxing ring in his gym. So we did like a little bit of sparring and mm-hmm. uh, started that. And then he's like, I just want to see what you're like with jujitsu. Just to like, like, is that something you're open to? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Cuddling uh-huh. in your pajamas. <laughs> Pretty much. And um, it's intense. And so, yeah, the first time that we actually um, like kind of went at it. So he's like, you are going to wrestle me. And I'm like, and like, you've seen how big AJ is. Yep. <laughs> he's like over six feet. Are we going to get some confirmation how he looks? Big black dude. <laughs> I would like to see, please. Yeah. And uh, so, and I'm wearing a gi. And, um, and obviously gis aren't the most like stable item of clothing. Like they like rip open all the time. Mm. And uh, yeah, there he is. That's him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Gold medalist. Wow. How World you... Masters champion. Mm-hmm. World Masters champion? Yes. Wow. How come I don't know him? <laughs> you never asked me. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. Um, and the first time, like, wrestling, he's like, okay, you're going, going to mount me. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? He's like, you're going to hop on top of me and you're going to mount me. And I'm like. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And, uh, and then he, like, I, I eventually got into it. And then, so he's like, okay, you're coming to all my jujitsu classes that I'm hosting. And, uh, so I would go and every single time it was always with other men. There was n- never any other females there. What year was it? Oh, 2010, 2011. Okay. Wow. So not so pretty recent not too bad like 11 years ten, ago 10 years ago yeah it's not too bad <laughs> yeah okay yeah and uh what's like recent five years for you i don't know i <laughs> yeah. think 10 is not so bad mm. hmm. and uh so yeah uh i would always have to wrestle men like double my size that's crazy yeah for like five minute rounds and if you don't have any stamina it shows within that five minutes. And but fun fact, even if you have the best cardio going yeah. into it, oh, absolutely. you are dead within two minutes. Yeah. Especially with somebody who... Why is that? It's a different kind of cardio. You're, yeah. it's, it's it's so intense where you, where you're, when you first start, you're always breathing and like yeah. hyperventilating. And over time, you learn how to just control your breath. Yeah. Mm. And uh, it's all about like grappling, like you're like you're like trying to create as less space as possible between you and your, you and your opponent. Mm. And like, I'm wrestling dudes who are like over 200 pounds. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I, I had a brother, like I have a brother, like I, I we wrestled. I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, so most of the time when you find yourself on your back, that's like a vulnerable, vulnerable position you don't want to be in. Mm. But it was actually like my strength because I have, strong legs so what i would do is i would like wrap them around my opponent and then they like they couldn't get get me off of them mm-hmm. and they're like what like what are you feeding those legs <laughs> they're like like once you like grab on you don't let go and i'm like i know mm. and then i like climb on top of them and that's crazy yeah wow yeah you, so you choked somebody out a couple times you did yeah did they tap yeah okay and they're like motherfucker i got t- <laughs> That's a tough one. Wrestling a girl. 
Damn it. Bullshit. Wow. That's why I admire about like females in jujitsu because like if they've been in it for a while, it's the same story. They they only grapple dudes and they become savages. Yeah. Mm. Just straight up killers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my friend Kate Tonaguzi in town. She's an absolute killer. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never huh. I never I never did it. I never You should. You, yeah. you should come with me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Just know. give it a try. I'm already doing ice baths. I'm already doing ice baths. <laughs> yeah, so it'll lower your inflammation after a roll. Yeah. I don't know. And it's actually so much fun. I, I wouldn't tap though. <laughs> oh, you, you would. would. When someone's elbows are digging right into your trachea. Yeah, you probably yeah. would. Yeah. Okay. I I feel you would like really embrace it as soon as you get into it like it'll become your new addiction fuck running yeah fuck you cameron haynes we got a new one yeah. i don't know i don't know mm. i don't know it's just it's very it's also like you expose all the weakness right mm-hmm. mm, you really have to be like comfortable with yourself being in the spot where you know where your limits are oh yeah it's yeah. and i think a lot of people have problems with that yeah yep I've seen so many people like gym bros that come into the gym and roll with, well, at the time it was, he was 13 and the 13 year old destroyed this like 35 year old <laughs> bodybuilder and absolutely like would have killed him if it was an actual fight. And, uh, I never saw that guy back in the gym ever again. And that's <laughs> the same story with many people. Yeah. Mm. I can believe that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Jedi superpowers. <laughs> so you, you continued, you went to the classes in? Um, I went for a while and then, um, and then I moved from Regina to here and yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you get any stripes on your belt? No, it was just for fun. Oh okay. yeah. Like Fair I didn't, enough. I didn't go into like any tournaments or anything. Mm. Would you though? Like, no. Okay. No. Cause then it like becomes like, oh, now you're a jujitsu fighter. And I'm like, Hmm. Training is yeah. a lot more intense when you do the competition yeah. classes. Yeah. Uh, even more intense than already? Yeah. Yeah. Because, wow. okay. like, yeah, like, the if you're doing it recreationally, it's like, oh, just do, you know, your warm-up, and then, like, we'll, like, wrestle for however many rounds, and then you're done. Yeah. So. Like, for me personally, uh, if I'm not in competition mode, like, when I'm rolling with people, I'll let them, like, do certain things so they get improvements, but when I'm in competition mode, it's all... Like, I'm a selfish bitch. (laughs) It's all about me. I will not let you get an inch because obviously I'm chasing that gold. So, yeah. Good luck. Good luck if you fight the vanilla gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Here in town. Yes. Leading edge MMA. Yeah. If you want to fight Lucas, you find him there. Mm. Well, message me first and then I'll show up. Okay. Only on demand. Yes. My schedule is too busy to maintain a regular gym schedule. I know, right? Wow. We all busy. So you came back, you came to Thunder Bay mm-hmm. and that's, you, you continued with the firefighting, right? For a little while here. Uh, my last season was 2012. 2012. Yeah. And then you, you, you worked out a lot during that time <laughs> at the end, I guess. And then you, yeah. you connected with that. Yeah. What does it like? What does it bring you though? Like, how do you feel when you work out? You know, you don't just train, you don't, it's also not easy to apply your knowledge to somebody else. It takes, a, it's not, it's a special kind yeah. of, you know, because motivation doesn't work the same way no. for me than for you. Yeah. It's like, if you, like, you have to figure people out, right? Oh yeah. 
And that's where the psychology degree comes in handy. Um, but oh. also just, it comes with experience. I'm able to adjust my, uh, I guess, personality yeah. to each client. So if clients like, like really, uh, I, I guess introverted, then I'll like mm-hmm. adjust for that. If someone's very extroverted or if someone's like Clifford. Mm-hmm. Who- oh, 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 Clifford. <laughs> We're calling you out, bro. Yeah, it's coming back to you. <laughs> like, like, I'm surprised that him and I get any work done mm. during our sessions. Wow. It's just like movie quotes, like bam, 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 mm. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the new show on Netflix? The Squid, the Squid one? Oh, I've seen it. Like, I haven't watched it, but I've seen it on there. Yeah, okay. I I strongly recommend anybody to watch it. Mm. It's it's very dark, but it's it's very good. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely... It, the storytelling, oh. it brings you back. And it's, I finished the series in three days. It's a squid three? game. Squid game, yeah. Yeah. On That's impressive considering you're a dad and yeah, <laughs> no I've, time in your schedule. I know. <laughs> I, I sacrificed a lot for those three days. <laughs> but it, it happened. Yeah. So, like, and it, it took over. Like, Lisa and I usually, you know, it's hard to find something to watch. Like, Lisa has a different taste. I have a different taste. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you find something we both want to watch. Yeah. And, you know, we make both of our sacrifices. But, like, this one was good for both of us. So. Nice. Awesome. Overall good ratings. Yeah. Watch it now. <laughs> Streaming on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. You hear that, Netflix? Give us a, a special. <laughs> yeah. This special? Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah. And a sponsorship. Oh, yeah. I just got a Sp- message. Sponsorship first. <laughs> nah. So you 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 adjust in training for people yes you you learned that through experience but you are, have an amazing background mm-hmm. but what motivates you like what motivates you to to for yourself and then for others what is it so for me it's just about having a healthy lifestyle mm. is it like thinking about age or is it like what does it mean um being able to i guess not just do everyday tasks, but um, like for my birthday, I went rock climbing and I turned out to be amazing in it. Woo! Yeah. Uh, did you go with Andy or Eric? Eric. Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't go with Andy because he wasn't naked at the time taking yeah. photos. Andy was busy. Oh, <laughs> he was doing handstands with, uh, with um, no, not cowbells, but like. Yeah. He was doing his laundry on his abs. <laughs> Yeah, we had him on. Yeah. We talked. That's good. Nice. He's like on another level. Oh, my God. Well, like him and I used to work together oh. at Movadi. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um. So, yeah, we used to be fellow trainers. And then I ended up being his boss at one point. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, left and rent, went to Red Zone for a little bit. And then uh, now I think he's just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And he does, he does rock climbing, too. Yeah. And pictures. Uh, he's also a cold plunger he is is he gonna yeah. show up tomorrow yeah uh i don't know he's andy if you're watching show up tomorrow <laughs> we're going to the cascades tomorrow morning yes oh, going for swimming are you coming tomorrow lucas uh maybe i have a photo shoot at noon he's not coming. so he's not coming. we'll see yeah mm. oh. 
I also have a photo shoot at noon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow. Is yours at a waterfall? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Mine's at a gym. So you're shooting Andy tomorrow? No. <laughs> Are you taking naked pictures of Andy? <laughs> no, not this time. That'll be in April. Oh, okay. Like oh, it was this year. It was already booked? Or it already happened? Well, like this April, I went out with Catherine of Wayfinder and Andy, mm-hmm. and we were just looking for like secret waterfalls and we found one and that's where they took their first step yeah for the year and then a week later i took mine in april eh? that's april middle of april it was april 16th that's crisp yeah 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 did you get the water temperature no i didn't Mm. but it was ice ice was in there (laughs) gabrielle johnson wants to know did you play soccer in thunder bay no i played in prince albert saskatchewan okay yeah is it i'm like soccer is happening in town too right there's the, the uh it would probably be like indoor soccer yeah if mm. anything mm. yeah i like that you know the world cup i think the world cup brings it always to the attention you know that there's still a lot of things that need to be catched up on especially with equality it's the same thing with mm-hmm. what what you're doing professionally yeah. you know you're helping a lot of women to to find solutions and to help themselves feel better because mm-hmm. you know your whole body changes everything oh, yeah it's like yeah. life is never the same again yeah it's your whole body cha- like well first off if you can even get pregnant mm-hmm. and that's a huge stressor for many women it's not true. being able to conceive and then uh when when if and when you do get pregnant then it's like okay now my body is doing all this crazy stuff it's and a, it's a hundred percent change like yeah hormones everywhere yeah and then um you go through this traumatic experience of giving birth whether that be vaginally or c-section mm-hmm. and either way it's a traumatic experience because your body goes through like this immense amount of pain Yeah, it's unbelievable and it's kind of funny how the human body works because it's like uh, this, like women can go through like two to three days of labor. And then like a week later, they're like, I don't even remember what that was like. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even remember what the pain was like. What? So I think that's our body's response of saying, oh, because we are meant to procreate biologically. Yeah. So you're just not going to remember. It's like an override. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But like... We know we had Albus, our firstborn. He's in almost seven now. We mm-hmm. just we had Casper. He's almost two now. But there was like, you know, yeah, we want to have a second one. And you know, it's just, no matter what happened during the first one, it's it's just like, it's 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 like, it's just like yes, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if override is the correct word. Yeah, and I was I was teaching a postnatal class the other day, and I was talking about like the traumatic experience of birth. And I'm like, is that the right word? And then like all four of them were like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, because everyone's different, right? Yeah. You know, like... um, I love how they portray that in the movies. Like, you know, there's one famous movie with... I think Jennifer Aniston is in it. And then another, another two couples. And then they get, all have, get pregnant at the same time. And they all have to deliver. And one of them just sneezes and she delivers. Oh, that's the uh, what to expect when you're expecting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. That's a funny movie. <laughs> And she's just like, yeah. oh, your baby's here. Because it like it looks at like uh like a bunch of different women, one woman who can't conceive, so they adopt, another woman who experiences like all the worst symptoms of pregnancy. Yeah. The another woman who experiences like 
oh my god like being pregnant is the best mm. thing in my entire life mm. and i have no bad symptoms how real is that though <laughs> you're like most women experience hemorrhoids like swelling of the ankles like mm. like big boobs all of that good stuff yeah and then like you get the athletic mom like cameron diaz uh, yeah yeah she was the one that sneezed right i guess and the baby came out no it was the one who like couldn't like didn't experience any symptoms oh uh, okay yeah. that was a different actor oh yeah. she, that was her i don't know <laughs> okay wow yeah but I, I remember watching that movie and i was like that's not real <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah yeah wow but yeah like the movies don't portray the the good stuff the yeah. real good stuff. Yeah. Would you recommend people then to do that prenatal class at the hospital? Like they do that, right? For couples, you know, you can attend and then you... you, you. I mean, any sort of information you can get, mm. do it. Okay. Just do it. Because you, you're not going to regret it. I mean, it might not be applicable to you per se. Mm. Because, you know, like... And most women do plan their birth. They have a birth plan. Mm. And most of the time, it doesn't go the way that they planned yeah so that's just the way it goes yeah i i i gave up on planning life i don't think it's possible gabrielle yeah. said my birth wasn't traumatic bullshit gabby <laughs> maybe it was i don't know i don't know your life no well yeah like some women like have very um i'm not gonna say easy because delivering a baby is not it's easy never easy um but my first client actually messaged me um this was a few weeks ago so she had her baby a week early her first baby okay. which is like usually you're late it's true during your first it's true and uh she was a week early and no complications she's like <laughs> what did she say i'm gonna have to find the the comment oh my god it was so funny mm. oh what did she say Yeah, usually it's late and then it's also like long labor but like the first one always takes a while. Yeah. All the pelvic floor work pushed him out like a motherfucking champ. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, he came early. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. I've been present for both births. Yeah. I was right there, you know. And the moment where it says you can push, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's on. Yeah. It's, it's on. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's totally it's absolutely. Yeah, and like some women have like I have a friend who was in labor for 2 days. Wow. And then she had to have an emergency C-section. He in town? Yeah. What? And it's like you'd think that like after the first 24 hours they'd be like, "Okay, let's get you in for a C-section." Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, I think I think uh, a lot of medical professionals delay the C-section portion. Until, like, it's an absolute emergency, mm. which is very common. Yes. So. Yeah, it, it does happen. Mm -hmm. Nothing is predictable. Yeah. yeah. I was born when I had my, um, what's the cord called? The, Umbilical oh, cord. Yeah, yep. I, I was around my neck. Yeah. I was a blue baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I came out and I was almost dead. And then, mm. you know, I was like, my left arm wouldn't move. So they oh, okay. they said, you, you, your son maybe never, ever move his arm again. And my parents were like, yeah, okay, cool. But they just like, you know, they read some books and, you know, mm -hmm. they just said, they pretty much, what is it called when you do, um, 
not self-help, but it's like, you know, you go to somebody and they tell you what to do. Therapy is not the right word, but like... Life coaching? Um, like if you have an injury, a running injury. Like physiotherapy? Yeah, something like okay. that. Okay. So pretty much like that applied and just like keep moving the arm. And I don't remember anything, but yeah. I can move my arm fine. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy how perception and experience and yeah. then, you know, when you're a parent, you do anything. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I know. So... Yeah. so I can only I can only imagine, and I I will never completely understand. Yeah, but uh, in the one question I always you know is he okay to see blood? And then said yes, I'm a good. And then it's <laughs> okay. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like I won't um, I won't ever experience that. Like I I've put it on my Instagram. Like I myself don't want kids. Okay. Um, and I actually posted about it how. Uh, I was teaching a, cl a class at Movadi and a member came up to me and was like, oh, so like, what are you doing now? And I, and I told her what, what my business was. And she's like, but you have no kids. So why are you training pregnant women? Mm. And I'm like, do male gynecologists have vaginas? Good point. I'm like, you don't have to have children to understand the physiology of what a woman is going through. Mm -hmm. And also... I have enough friends, I have enough family, I have enough uh, people in my life to tell me what they're going through. Mm. And no, I don't fully understand what it's like, nor do I want to, but like I can help uh, to an extent, much more than anybody in Thunder Bay can. Mm -hmm. I can help these women as much as I can because they haven't been getting any help. Yeah. You so, have the knowledge and you can apply. Yeah. Yeah. You learned that and you know you know your body mm -hmm. and you know how it connects. Yeah. I don't know. If you don't want me to ask, you brought it up, so I, I, I want to follow up. But if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You can block it off. You, you know, we all make our calls. Yeah. And you, I respect that. Do you, do you have a reason why you're saying at this time, you know, this is where I'm at and I don't want to have kids? Yes. So, um Basically, like I have a pros and cons list mm -hmm. for like, and this is for me. This obviously does not apply to any other wo woman, but for me, uh, I have like two pros on my pros list, which is like, um, uh, it'd be kind of cool for something to look like me. Mm -hmm. And two, uh, my legacy will live on yes. in a way. Yes. Uh, so those would be my two pros. The cons list is much longer, mm. um, and that involves like um, anything from what if I have a child with a severe mental illness, mm. like depression or you know bipolar disorder or anything like that, or um, if they get bullied in school. It's hard. Like, what the fuck am I going to do then? Yeah. Um, the world is also a horrible place this no, <laughs> this is a dark perspective it's true though the it, world it, and based on like this past these past two years of all this shit coming up mm. uh no one's equal in this world and um i don't want to bring a child into an ugly world like that mm. and also um the world is going to hell in a handbasket mm. because the earth is already overpopulated Why do I want to contribute to that? Mm -hmm. the, like we're seeing the effects of climate change and it's just because people are popping out kids like, mm. oh, I have six kids. And it's like, why do you have six kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, that's your choice. But um, those are 
those are the reasons why I don't want to have kids. I respect that very much. Yeah. No, I appreciate you 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 letting us know. Mm-hmm. And I've never like I've never had the yearning to have children. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, I talk. I had friends in high school, and you know, I, in high school I came along better with women, and then once I graduated, it changed. It's like, you know, I I don't know, but it's just like you know, I had friends, and they told me, you know what, I want to have kids, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I I always thought I wanted to, and then. When I first met up with Lisa and we got married, it was always like, yeah, we can wait a year or two. Let's, yeah. let's not do it right now. And then, but it just happened. Yeah. And there's a lot of different theories around why people want to have kids. And I was, I, I went down a rabbit hole one night and uh, I stumbled upon this one theory where it was like, uh, I can't remember what it was called. Something about like the doll syndrome where a lot of uh People want to have children because it's like, oh, a replica of them, but also they can control it in a way. Okay. Like a doll. Yeah. Right. You can dress it up. You can. And then once the doll starts acting out, then you're like, then you start losing your shit and you don't know how to react to it. If I'm going to be like candid, that kind of sounds like a Jerry Springer episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I see, I see it like the other way. I feel like kids are the ultimate teacher. For, oh, absolutely. For, for yeah. Yourself. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I've become, I've gotten to know myself on so many more ways than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. And as long as you're willing to reflect on that and learn from it. I'm not perfect. Because when, like, I mean, when I was growing up, um, looking back now, just because I've done uh, so much emotional work with myself, mm. um, I've realized that my parents growing up when I, like my brother and I were growing up, uh, my parents were very emotionally unintelligent. Mm -hmm. And I say that in the most loving way possible because my parents might be watching this. Yeah. They did the best they could. Exactly. At the time. But uh, my parents had, uh, well, my mom had a very traumatic upbringing and mind you, she has done very well for herself Mm. given that. And, um, but you can see like little snippets from your past where it's like, oh, that's why that happened. Oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's why this person is the way they are. And, um, and like, it's all about like, okay, like, how do I deal with this? So I come to terms with that. It's all connected. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, and it always comes back to, you know, you, you might, you might like for myself, if there's an issue and I would, wouldn't want to work through it, I just put it on the back burner. Somebody else just brings it along. Yeah. It's always like, no matter where you go to, yeah, you always meet the people that push the buttons. Yeah. And I've, I've met emotionally uh, uh, unintelligent people. And I'm like, oh, I hope your kids are going to be okay. Mm. And But like I've also met like the best parents in the world and they're like, I'm losing my shit. Mm. So... And you never know what's going on behind the clothes. Exactly. Either. Yeah. You know, I like how they portray the perfect Instagram family on that movie with the the world vs the machines on Netflix. It's like a kids movie. But the, oh, I've watched that. You, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. such a cute movie. And then the like robots end up like ruling the world. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the perfect Instagram family. It's not yeah. the perfect family. Yeah. It's a lie. <laughs> we got another comment here from Gabrielle. Lol. I feel so creepy right now but, <laughs> but i'm the the gabby dog oh gabby yeah yeah, RMT, yeah. Li- legit 
though not traumatic. Love the work Jamie's doing. Oh, yeah. I haven't met Gabby officially. Mm-hmm. I would love to soon. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She was actually supposed to be uh, in one of my small groups, but uh, we could just couldn't make a time work, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But uh, I'm hoping Ooh. soon. Yeah. Very soon. It's going to happen. And like she's, um, uh, so she's an RMT who does uh, pre and postnatal work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I uh, follow her on the social media. Yeah. I do. And like the stuff that she's busting out is. Mm, pull it up, please. Yeah. We cannot bring this too much. This all has to be out there. It's because just like Jamie said, the more we push it out there, the yeah. better it is for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, like uh, Gabby's been doing very well. Uh, the content that she uh, busts out is really good mm. and really informative. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I follow her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like um, I don't see a lot of RMTs um, actually posting about like, you know, like kinesio tape during pregnancy. Like you, like you don't see that. No. Like my physio, like my own physio didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I got that tape when I had a running injury. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's amazing what you can do with it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so mm-hmm. then you, you know, you were, we were bringing this back now, you second shot down, you, you're like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. And then you, you took a leap of faith? What's, like, you talked to the guy? You yeah, know? so I talked you, to my chiropractor, I talked to a few different people about this. Okay. Um, and whether or not it would be a good idea. And um, one of my best friends, actually, Michelle, she, um, like, she was very candid with me. She's like, you know what? Going out on your own, starting your own business is really scary. Mm. You're going to fuck up. You're going to make mistakes. But that's the beauty of it. Like, Mm. you learn from them. And uh, she's like, it's scary, but it's very liberating. So Yeah, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like always like, people want to work. I want to work for myself. Are you sure? But honestly, since I started, I haven't really felt... An extremely stressful day since I started. It's amazing. Yeah. Whereas like when I was a manager, that's a whole other. Yeah. That's a whole other monster. Mm. So so your first post was on June the 28th on the uh, Oakenfold Strengths. Yep. That's when I launched. Yeah. That's yep. the launch day. Yep. Woo. Yep. And you are. So like did you quit cold turkey and then said that's it or how much no um how much time from day you to like so what i like so when i was uh the wheels were turning about the business um i reached out to my boss at movati and i told her what i was thinking and i was like i don't want to breach anything in my contract Mm -hmm. um i just want to make sure that you under like you know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. and uh and she was very supportive of it beautiful and she was like, you know what, do what you got to do. And then when the time comes for the gyms to reopen again, uh, let me know if you want to come back full time or if you want to do something different. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And then you launched. Yeah. Okay. And then was that easy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, before I made sure that I had all my ducks in a row. So made sure that like. You know, like the pricing of all the sessions was good. The finances were good. Um, like all the pictures were done. 
Um, the branding was done, like my business cards, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just made sure like everything was done before I launched. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So you enjoy that very much? Yeah. It's, it's better than anything? I, I didn't find... I didn't find it stressful mm. and uh, which some people are probably like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> right. But well, it's nice because you also don't have like a brick and mortar like spot. To- yeah. Whereas like, um, and I was actually t- telling client about this the other day. Whereas like when a client cancels, I got no overhead. I'm like, yeah, no problem. Mm. And I feel like a lot of clients are very like honest with me. When they do need to cancel, it's like, you know what? I'm not having a good day. Can we just cancel today? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Mm. Or like, hey, I'm not feeling well. Or hey, my kid's sick. I don't like. Yeah, it's in those times now. Yeah. yeah. And um, fine, totally. I understand. Not a problem. Whereas like uh, when I was employed, it was uh, extremely stressful mm. as a trainer and a manager because you have a ton of overhead Mm. that's like okay so why did this person cancel a whole bunch of times why were they not charged for the session what did they do for their service hour like all of these things and it's like Mm. (laughs) like whereas now i'm like "Eh, no problem and like i mean mind you um i have had to pull out the accountability card Mm. with uh, a certain male client Mm. Mm. yeah and uh so, like you know like some days like people don't feel good or like they're like i just don't feel like training today mm-hmm. and it's like you know what this is why you hired me to keep you accountable okay so i mean this is like my ploy to tell you like you should really train today mm-hmm. it'll make you feel better and but like so, like sometimes they're like you know what no i'm i'm not feeling it i'm like okay no problem so let me tell you a story so it, i when i work out i work out every day I switch it up. Like, I don't run every day. Yeah. If I don't run, I bike on the trainer or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, I, if I don't remember my last day off for cardio, I eventually take a day off. Yeah. And then, you know, upper body is pretty much almost every day I can, but it's mostly like body mass movement. And long story short, if I take a day off, it's harder for me to take, to go back the next day. Mm. This might be just mentally. Yeah. But how does motivation work for you to say, okay, I said previously, you said I work out three times a week. How easy is it for you to put those three days in? Is it like, is, do you ever wake up? I think they asked Goggins this the other day. They asked Goggins, hey, is it ever easy for you to take a day off? Or can you take a day off? Mm-hmm. He probably said no. He said no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> um. That has fluctuated throughout my career, um, whereas um, when I first started as a trainer, I felt like I needed to work out every day mm-hmm. because I had an image to uphold. I felt like I needed to look a certain way, mm-hmm. and that caused me a ton of stress. Okay, because I'm like, I don't have a six pack. I like, you know, like I don't have like that quote unquote perfect body, whatever that is, and it like fucked me up pretty good so this was the opposite for you yeah and even though i kept working out every like almost every day um i was exhausted it's crazy and um i almost like i did start to get disordered eating oh which is like Mm. not not good because you know you're eating a certain way some foods are good some foods are bad and 
you know, if you have some bad food, then you're then like you go into like this turmoil uh-huh. and you feel like this immense guilt and pressure. And like it shouldn't be like that. No, you got to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you like really like I can't go out for dinner with my girlfriends and like unless I feel like this immense guilt, you know. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, like that was like the beginning of my career. And then uh, once I started getting more and more busy working 10 hours a day at a gym, then my workouts became like non-existent Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I don't want to stay for an extra hour at a gym that I work at. Yeah. But now that I've switched gyms, Mm -hmm. like I, like I find it no problem and I like look forward to. It's a big part. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. And on social media, how it is, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, it's big for you. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so that, and I kind of promote that with my clients. Like as soon as like a client's like, oh, I'm going to do a cleanse. I'm like, no, please don't. I'm like, don't alter your eating at all. Just like cut out the junky stuff, you know, eat relatively healthy. It's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. Once it starts to become like, if you have a physical issue um, or if you're going into bodybuilding or like a competition or anything like that, then yeah, it does come down to a science, but Every day, like the average person, like, like it's just stop eating like an asshole. What do you think about keto? Garbage. Any, He's any, vegan. any diet. I'm like, eh. Mm. I mean, like if you're able to maintain that mm. for the rest of your life, go for it. Mm-hmm. But those diets aren't maintainable. Mm. And what's going to happen once you get off of it? Mm-hmm. Then you gain a ton of weight back, if not more. Hmm. and uh yeah it's just not maintainable like if you have like oh i'm getting married in the bahamas in two months yeah go for it like if you want to look a certain way and like yeah go for it Hmm. but then just be aware that when you come back and you start eating normally again you're gonna gain weight back Hmm. it's the same as bodybuilding you know they like eat a certain way for so many weeks and then the next day after their show's done, they drink water and gain 15 pounds just based on water weight. Mm. And it completely, and like a lot of them go through that post-show depression. Mm. And it's like, was it worth it? Mm. I mean, like in the moment, yes, I can see the drive there. I can see um, the competitiveness there. I can see uh, I won my show. Then, yeah, great. But do you realize what you've just done to your metabolism? Mm. Do you realize as a woman, you've lost your period most likely? Um, yeah. yeah. And um, and again, if you're going to have kids in the future, that might not be the best physical thing you can do for your body. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, That's a good point. And I mean, like some people might be like, oh no, I've done it and I got pregnant. Then fine, whatever. But yeah, and like the men... Like, the mentality behind it is like super fucked up for me Mm. for other people who are in it. Like that's their prerogative. That's what they like to do. Great. Mm -hmm. But for me, like I don't want people like with a magnifying glass, like looking at every inch of my body Mm. and thinking like, Oh yeah, you could have done a little bit more here. You could have done a little bit more there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I do it mostly like for my my conscious, like my my mental health. Yeah, you know, I don't feel complete if I don't get my time in. Mm-hmm. Like, do something where I know I build a body. Yeah, where I can maintain, I can lift the kids, 
Mm-hmm. I can uh, pick up a uh, heavy box. Yeah. Oh, I can I can move up a hill and I don't I don't breathe heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like that's what I teach to all my clients because you know the majority of my clients are moms, and it's like, okay, do you want to pick up your child and not have low back pain? You know, like I take them through like all the functional movements that you do in an, every day, like a squat, a hip hinge, you know, like an overhead press, like. Mm-hmm. If you're hip hinging from your lumbar spine, guaranteed you're going to get low back pain. Or, you know, like if your C-section scar didn't heal up properly, like then it's going to cause like core issues and pelvic floor issues. And yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. They do sometimes, you know, you are not even supposed to lift anything, right? When you, when you get a C-section, that's it for a certain time. For a after. certain amount of time. Yeah. yeah no, don't lift anything. Yeah. And then you're a mom and you have a baby and they say, don't lift anything. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, the, the baby's out. They get like help with the mortgage and everything. Like, the baby can do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you need to pick your baby up out of the crib. Mm. You can't do that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you need to breastfeed them and pick them out of the crib. No, you can't do it. Don't do that. It's crazy. That's why they call it teamwork. Just kidding. Mm. And then mm. when the husband's at yeah. work, like yeah. what do you do? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Whew. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you take it? Do you meditate? <sighs> I've gone through spurts of meditating every day to none. Mm. Um, I, I'm one of those people, I'm a str- high stress individual. Whereas like when I'm meditating, I try and shut it off, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. Did, did you try to float? Yes, I have tried to float. Um, I've only tried it once and it was for an hour and a half. I think that's like what they require you to do. Did you pass out? Uh, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found the hour and a half to be a little bit long. Okay. Um, but like if it, if it was an hour, it would have been perfect. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. I think the hour and a half is the max and then they kick you out. <laughs> no, the light goes on and say, hey, wake up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, like I fell asleep in it for a little bit. And then like after an hour, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Did you feel like different when you came out? Okay. No. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. I, fe- I felt relaxed. Mm. Yeah, but... I'm due for my first float. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It's it's like I, I, I got to get ready. After your dunk? Tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think you have to book it in advance. I'm sure they book tomorrow. Well, yeah. you're going with Tracy. She'll hook you up. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Tell me about the tattoo. Uh, this tattoo. So I got it done by Remy. Out oh, of, I love Remy. Out of identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had a couple. I've had. Su- I have several tattoos. Um, one I got done in Australia. Two. Two I've got done in Australia. One I've got done in Re- Regina. Um, and then the rest I've gotten done here. Um, one, like a couple of them I've gotten done by Val. Uh, she used to own Heartworks. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, this, this is my last one. It was done by Remy. And it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Like I just like, I'm like, here, this is kind of what I want and do whatever you want. And he was like, all right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he did a really good job. The only thing, though, is like when he was going over like my wrist bone, he kept going over it. It's nice, right? And I'm just like, Remy, do you have to keep doing that? He's like, yes. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> but what you don't know is he does that for fun. Oh, probably. Because mm, it's looking him up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. He does. He does such beautiful work. Wow! Look at that chest piece. Yeah. Hat tattoo. Woo. Yeah, he's doing a sleeve on my friend at the moment. Oh yeah, okay. nice. Wow. Yeah, and he did it like in like a like a a good amount of time. Like, um, I think I went in and saw him like before Christmas, mm. and then he was like, "Okay, I can get you in like by March." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Works." That's that's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually it's like, "Oh, I can't get you in until like next next December," mm. and. uh yeah, and he like the second session because it was two sessions, and the second session he, yeah, he got me in right away. That's amazing. Yeah. You want to see my last tattoo? You didn't even wait for the answer. Nope, because I don't give a fuck. What I is, love this tattoo. What is tattoo. it? So the literal translation means lonely mouth. So like <laughs> that one's mouth. That's lonely, and that's gibberish. That's what you think it says. No, that's I know for a fact. Anyways. Um, but the, it's like a phrase, like because the Japanese have like this really weird thing of like one word meets an entire thing, and this is uh, says kuchi sabishi, which means I don't eat because I'm hungry. I eat because my mouth is lonely. Oh, yeah, nice. It's my favorite one. Shout out to Mister Christie Tattoos on Instagram. <laughs> so that means like your your mouth is your soul. It means I eat uh, out of boredom. Or, really, really. or satisfaction. Satisfaction. It's just I like eating. Eating is good. <laughs> eating is, it is. good. Yeah. That yeah. keeps me alive. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. You eat you you would you you have described tonight, you know, you've you've come to I uh, let me uh, let me express this how I came across this, but like you came to peace with a lot of things throughout your life. Yes. And you know, it feels like you now you you are very balanced and you are you are here. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> you, you know you you you've come through lessons. You you achieve. You building and here it continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. Where do you where do you see? Do you plan ahead? Like, do you do like some people do? Like business five ten years? No. Nope. Do you do that? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I probably should. Um, just, yeah, just because I'm a type A per, like personality, mm. uh, but I don't because yeah, it was almost like impulse to start the business, mm. and uh, I'm sure I'll have a five year plan mm-hmm. eventually. But right now, I'm like almost like just rolling with it week by week. Yeah, do 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 the pandemic too, right? We, we know everything is yeah. new every time. Every, yeah, every week almost. Still. And uh, like, I, I do have a wait list going on, like for clients, and yeah, it's. So is there a baby boom with COVID? Oh yeah, it is. Eh? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, like, well, first off, like people are always going to be having babies. Yeah. And so, but like with COVID, like people were home and just doing it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. Suck one social distance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it went both ways, right? There's like the most um, breakups or like, uh, yep. what's, uh, what's the other one? Not getting married, but divorced. There you go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> lots of that. Yep. And then there's also a lot of babies. Yeah. Mm. So I took advantage of that. And in a good way. Yeah. In a good way. You helping a lot. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm very, very happy 
And mm-hmm. I, I strongly recommend everybody to look you up. I put all the links in the description. And, you know, you do such a valuable work for everybody who's Thank in town. You. I'm, I'm, I'm from like my perspective. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm honored to have you on tonight, and I think we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Okay, perfect, Jamie. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. I'm gonna take us off now. <laughs> okay.